Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is your guy, Larry, and you just tuning in to Larry's Biblecast. How are you today or, or this morning or whatever time that you're listening to this awesome, awesome uh, Biblecast? So I hope that your day and your week has been going well. We are smack dab in the middle of, of uh, November which is awesome um we are right before thanksgiving right before the holidays hopefully you guys are doing well hopefully your 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 loved ones your family everyone around you is doing well so um man we are um getting into day five day five of um good news for all people by john m perkins i hope that um you've been enjoying the last four four day uh, episodes we have about maybe three more days to go in this devotional and so we are slowly getting through through it so um you are listening uh to this version of the um the bible cast either on apple or google play or podbean or um any other place that you are able to to listen even on spotify and also on um on anchor believe it or not too this is where i record and uh i just want to welcome you welcome you to to this episode and thank you again for tuning in to all these episodes these recordings i hopefully you've been enjoying everything you've been hearing and i pray that again that these are beneficial to you and maybe encouraging to you um this episode is um day five again like i said um and and this is, has to do with um just his uh just reconciliation um coming together and that's how it has been for the last four episodes and uh, this one is going to be no different but we're going to be getting into some good stuff uh, hopefully um you all um have been enjoying that and taking heart to what um the Bible has been saying, but also with John M. Perkins, you know, the theme of this devotional is about reconciliation, about coming together, regardless of of what color you are, what 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 um, background, where you're young or old, what generation you're from. Um, the church, the church is really his focus in this devotional about um, the church coming together. Um, the church has to be the example uh, for the world to see that, you know, we we are who we are. Uh, we are Christians. Um, and uh, yeah, so the next um, the next episode that we get into, uh, we'll see about that. Day four, day four was um, an awesome episode about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane as he prayed and asked the Lord uh, for um, to make sure that that they be one that means that we as the church become one as 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 uh as god the father are, are one so it's so important that um that we i think we make we need to make a conscious effort an intentional effort to be unified sometimes we 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 need to there's things that god would god re desires us to do and there are things that we should do Okay, there are things that we should do as the body of believers, as the body of Christ. I think that we should do these things intentionally on purpose um, so that we can start to discover more. You know, the body of Christ is is it is um, diverse and it is multicultural. It is uh, multi-talented. Um, we as a body should be unified no matter what our different backgrounds are. We can contribute 
to everything, uh, so much to the body of Christ. And again, it's such a good example and, and, and how the church should be stronger even stronger as we're unified. If we're separate, we're not as strong, right? I mean, that's kind of the the theme of of just anything, you know. Um, we're we're better together than we are separate, um, apart. So just um, you know, understand that in a world that we have so much divisiveness and so much um, different categories of things that that people would divide over, whether it's politics and religion, of course, and and um, just uh, many other things that we we seem to um, seem to be so divisive over in in our in in this day and age, even as we live. So let's not be like that. Let's not be um, um, a part of that divisive, toxic culture, whether it's at your job and your family, um, even in your neighborhood, your community. Don't let's don't be like that. Let's really let's really be peacemakers. You know, the Bible talks about that. You know, let's be peacemakers. So let's get into this next episode of of Larry's Biblecast. I hope that everything is doing well and I want you to just sit back and enjoy this and I hope that this is a good episode for you um, and hopefully that you'll you'll get something from it just as I will too as well. Okay? All right, man. God bless you and um, I'll be talking to you soon. Hey, so good morning, everyone. So welcome to Larry's Bible Cast. This is day five. John M. Perkins, good news for all people. And so let's get into the devotional part as we get started here. It says here, it says, for too long, many in the church have argued that the unity of the body of Christ across ethnic and class lines is a separate issue from the gospel. There has been the suggestion that we can be reconciled to God without being reconciled to our brothers and sisters in Christ. Scripture doesn't bear that out. We only need to examine what happened when the church was birthed to see exactly how God intends for this issue of reconciliation within the body of Christ to fall out. In the books of, in the book of Acts we begin to see what happens when God's radical vision for the church collides with the culture. Man is sinful and does not easily give up his prejudices and dislikes. But again and again, the Holy Spirit and his way and wrestled, um, had his way and wrestled the people of God to submission on this issue of reconciliation. The Apostle Peter struggled with the vision of reconciliation. He was steeped in Jewish culture, which had taught him to see non-Jews as unclean. But God opened his eyes to a new truth when Peter fell into a trance. In this trance, he saw the heavens open and something like a great sheep being being let down by its four corners upon the earth. 
In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. They were clean and unclean animals according to Jewish law, all mixed up together. And suddenly a voice spoke to him saying, get up, Peter, kill and eat. This is found in Acts 10, 13. You can just imagine how insulted Peter was to hear these words. He understood that it was the Lord speaking, yet he said, no, Lord. Somewhere along the way, I've heard it said that you can't say no and Lord in the same sentence. They just don't go together. If he is Lord, then he is ruler and commander. So the Lord tells Peter once again not to call what he has made unclean or un, or made unclean or common. This happened three times, but Peter was still confused about the vision. I can identify with Peter. It's taken a long time for me to really understand how crucial it is for the church to be united. I've worked at the issue of reconciliation from the outside and I've worked with black churches and white churches and I'm just not seeing clearly that the black church can't fix this. The white church can't fix this. It must be the reconciled church, black and white together, imagining or imaging Christ to the world. Now let's... uh, Let's go right into, matter of fact, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back and we'll get into the verse of this that's connected to our devotional. And we'll take a quick break and uh, have a commercial break by our sponsor from Anchor. All right, so welcome back. Welcome back. Hopefully you are enjoying this so far. Let's get right into the the scripture portion of this. And we're going to start in um, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10, verses 9 through, um, let's see, we're going 9 through 23. So hang in there with me and uh, we'll see exactly what God's word has for us today. So verse 9 of chapter 10. The next day, as Cornelius's messengers were nearing the town, Peter went up on the flat roof to pray. It was about noon and he was hungry. But while a meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the sky open and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. In The sheet were all sorts of animals, reptiles, and birds. Then a voice said to him, Get up, Peter. Kill and eat them. No, Lord, Peter declared. I have never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared unclean or impure and unclean. But the voice spoke again. Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. The same vision was repeated three times. Then the sheet was suddenly pulled up to heaven. Peter was very perplexed. What could the vision mean? Just then, the men 
sent by Cornelius, found Simon's house. Standing outside the gate, they asked if a man named Simon Peter was staying there. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, Three men have come looking for you. Get up, go downstairs, and go, go with them without hesitation. Don't worry, for I have sent them. So Peter went down and said, I am the man you are looking for. Why have you come? They said, we were sent by Cornelius, a Roman officer. He is a devout and God-fearing man, well-respected by all the Jews. A holy angel instructed him to summon you to his house so that he can hear your message. So Peter invited the men to stay for the night. The next day, he went with them, accompanied by some of the brothers from Joppa. Now, this is a very interesting, um, this is a very interesting verse and, and a verse of scripture. I'm not sure if some of you have heard this story, but um, the book of Acts, first of all, is a really good book to read. If you haven't read the book of Acts or the gospel of Acts, this the book of Acts uh, in the New Testament is pretty much the continuation of the gospel or the the journey in which the now the disciples were beginning to formulate the church they began to uh, spread the gospel ever after the great commission or after Jesus had commissioned um, all his disciples to um, once they had matter of fact once they had um, received the Holy Spirit um, they were empowered to go to all the nations, all the world, basically across the entire globe to spread this gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ and the fact that Jesus now has died on the cross. He was resurrected and 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 now he's went back to be with the father. And now the 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 message or the commission is for all his followers, his disciples, and which is also uh, over time and, 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 and generations have now come to us. So that commission has not changed. It has not changed. Even from the time that we've read in the book of Acts or reading in the book of Acts of this time of when when Peter and and, and I would say Peter and John, Luke and, and all the rest of them, even Paul uh, later, they begin to spread the gospel, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. We we too are now at the same commission, we still have the same mandate to do the same thing as these people have done. So we'll talk about that eventually in another episode. But in this one, we are dealing with the reconciliation of the church and also um, the coming together of the church, whether it's uh, of different different ethnicities, cultures and backgrounds. We see here that Peter uh, had a vision. He had a vision. He was on a, you notice here, there's several things that kind of stood out to me as I was reading this, but uh, he stood up, I mean, he was on the roof of the of, of his house, I'm assuming, praying on the flat of the roof, it says, and then um, around, and it's funny because God has a way of, of uh, he has a way of sending things our way uh, at a most opportune time. It's in this case with Peter, um, the vision was sent to him uh, while he was hungry. <laughs> and God knew how to uh, pretty much show him something that uh, he want 
he wanted to display a message, but it was kind of veer him in the situation where he would ultimately have to be in. He wanted to prepare him before he was going to reject what the decision or what the direction was. The direction was going to be for him to eventually talk to Cornelius. Cornelius obviously was not a Jew. And so before before he was he was uh, uh, commissioned to talk to Cornelius, you know, and it's funny how, again, it's, this is a whole awesome thing about God's, uh, I would say God's, uh, uh, um, his whole sovereignty. He knows the whole situation before anything happens, right? So he knows how to put the pieces together. Cornelius obviously had a situation or he was he was uh, um, he was interested in the gospel. He wanted to know the gospel. He knew that Peter was a follower of Christ, but yet Cornelius had no dealings with Christ in his life. But he wanted to know about the good news. Right. And and so Peter was on the roof of this of his house praying God prepared his heart to be able to do what he's going to ask him to do by giving him the vision. The vision had to do with not just Cornelius, even though it kind of did, but it had to do with people that were not of the same ethnicity or background as he was. Remember, Peter, Peter at one point felt that the gospel was not only because Jesus was considered a Jew, that these that the gospel and the and the sacrifice and the crucifixion for all mankind was only to the Jews. And so Peter had to get past that and he had to understand that this is not Jesus did not just die for the Jewish people, but he died for all people. Amen. And so as he got this message during the time that he was praying and during the time that he was hungry, he fell into a trance, it says, and as he smelt the food, you know, Peter's stomach was talking to him, right? And so he saw the heavens open up. He saw something like a large sheet that was let down on by all its four corners. And as I was saying, I was going to tell you, this is what stood out to me was it was let down by by uh by its four corners and i think that the bible specifically uh, details this because of the fact that four corners when we hear that we talk about four corners of the world and this covers the entire globe this covers all the parts of our world today whether you are in the united states whether you're as far as in asia whether you're as far as in russia whether you're as far as in mexico whether you are in in the countries of europe whether you are in in antarctica or wherever you are listening not only to this message from but also if you've heard the gospel of Jesus Christ through the Bible, through your language, through your through your 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 church in Africa, in parts of Africa and and, and wherever you're at, this message is spread to all four corners of the world. Amen. Jesus did not just die 
for the Jewish people, but he died for if you're from parts of Africa, from parts of Russia, from parts of Turkey, from parts of Mexico, from Argentina, uh, uh, whether you're parts of the United States, um, whether you're, you know, parts of uh, Alaska. Uh, I can just just think of other countries, uh, Ireland, you know, Norway. It doesn't matter where you're listening to to this podcast from. But it also doesn't matter when you pick up your Bible. And this is why it's important as far as the Bible in different languages. You can hear the same message. You can, you can accept Christ no matter what. Okay? Jesus has died for all of us. And we are all the same in, in, the, in the Lord. Amen? So this, this message in which Peter... Uh, this vision in which Peter has encountered, it was showing him that that it was showing him unclean animals or uh, uh, what can say unceremonially clean, unceremonially clean. In other words, in their culture, there were certain animals they couldn't eat or they 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 chose that said that these are considered unclean. It could have been pig, could have been pork. You know, there's some there's some of us that don't eat pork. There's some of us that don't eat certain in certain types of animals. And again, those are your your rights. I'm not going to debate or have a debate about what you should and should not eat. There are, of course, there are certain um, foods that we probably should not eat because they are considered unhealthy for us to eat. Remember, put what you put in your body. But the Bible tells us or this story is telling us and showing us in this vision that Peter had that Peter refused as the, the command was telling him to rise, eat, kill and eat. And Peter refused it because of the fact that I, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to put that in my body. And the Lord tells him, don't consider these things as unclean. If I had made them remember, Peter, I mean, God is this is this this message is not so much about a, a message of food, but more of a message of don't look at someone different just because they are different than you. Don't reject them if they are different than you do not reject sharing the gospel with them just because they are of a different culture or different background or generation, whether you're younger or older, or maybe their maybe their background is not from your type of background. God says the gospel that I have sacrificed, that I have put my life on the cross for, Jesus Christ has put his life on the cross for, is for all of us. Amen. And this is the message that he was sending. This is the message that he was sending in this vision. Even though it was showing these animals that he would not eat in this vision, Peter was being shown this because he was being prepared to go and meet Cornelius. And the and Cornelius was not of his same background or ethnicity. His he he was from a different type of background. He was from a different culture and a culture that he was probably Kind of, kind of thinking, we don't talk to those people. 
And so this is why it's so important in this day and age that we need to learn to embrace the message of the gospel to the point where we need to be unified. Now, let's go a little bit deeper here. Um, as he begins, uh, he was puzzled by the vision, the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm in verse 19, excuse me, in verse 19. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, three men have come looking for you. Verse 20 says, get up, go downstairs and go with them without hesitation. Don't worry, for I have sent them. Now, you notice here. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. And the Holy Spirit now is showing and directing this whole situation coming together because he's saying that I'm going to prepare Peter. You notice he prepared Peter or God prepared Peter by giving them a vision and showing it three times that this is acceptable. Then the Holy Spirit says, I am sending three men to come looking for you. Go downstairs without hesitation. Don't hesitate. Go. Okay. If God tells you to do something, he says, go. Then we must be obedient and go without hesitation. He says, don't worry for I have sent them. He even he gives them the reason to not be hesitant and says that I have sent them. So don't worry about it. And then just come out of the blue. Remember this, someone sometimes may come to you, maybe a group of people, maybe you are sent, maybe you are in a situation or may be in a situation that you wonder, why are you here? Why am I in this situation? Why am I living in this area? Why am I living maybe in this uh, family? I remember there was a point in my life where I was uh, I was renting a, a room for rent and I was there and there was a lot of non-believers. There was a lot of people that wasn't, they weren't Christian. They weren't churchgoers. But God allowed me to be in this situation or allowed me to be living there, not just for comfort or not just, I mean, yes, to have a roof over my head. I would say that. But he was also had me there to be a light and to share the gospel or to be able to be an influence or impact on the life of the other people that were living in that and living in that house. And so this morning, this may be something that you may be listening to, that you may be in a similar, similar situation I was in. You might be in a situation right now that you're living somewhere or being or, or at a place in your life, maybe at a job or someplace that there are a lot of non-believers, people that live in a lifestyle that you don't agree with as a Christian. And, and, and sometimes God will place you or allow you to be in places that you're unfamiliar with, but doesn't mean that you're there for no apparent reason. There may be a reason for you to be there. And I say this to some of you because I know for a fact that I've been in situations like this myself. But God has played, God uses each and every one of us to some degree, whether you're at a specific employer, a, a job, 
whether you are being used uh, in, in a home or in a family or wherever you may be at. Don't think it's strange that you're in where you're at. Amen. So I just want to kind of put that there. And also, if you're in a situation where people that, like I said, they're they're not like you, they're not your, they're not the same color of skin, they're not the, from the same background, from the same uh, uh, ethnicity, a uh, culture that you're from and that you're used to, then this was an issue of prejudice and also racism as well, because for Peter, Peter also had a little bit of an issue of. Dif- indifference, whether it's prejudice against people that were not Jewish. And that's just, this is one of the reasons why the Holy Spirit or God began to show him the vision. And also the Holy Spirit brought these three men to him to lead him to Cornelius so that there will not be a barrier to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Remember, Cornelius, it says later on in verse 22, they said, we were sent by Cornelius, a Roman officer. He is devout and God-fearing man, well respected by all Jews. A holy angel instructed him to summon you to his house so that he can hear your message. Listen, The last thing I will say to some of us is that don't let your don't let your 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 outlook on an individual, whether they are of a different culture or background than you stop you or be a barrier from sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Don't let that ever happen. Allow God to use you in such a way that you can reach across the lines. Remember, the gospel is for everyone. The gospel is for those that are in prison, those that are in jail, those that are in the hospital, those that are uh, in a different country, those that are in a different uh, 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 economic background whether they are in a gang or whether they are of a different sexual preference or whether they are of male or female whether they are a young person or an older person whether they you know you see someone that is uh like i said dressed a certain way we have certain we have certain uh uh prejudices we will we will look visually at a person's outer appearance and see how they dress or see how they hold themselves or or maybe they may be like i said they may not be our cup of tea i wouldn't I wouldn't dress like that or I I don't know. These people are weird or something. But God is telling us that the gospel needs to be spread to all people. This is the first thing we need to get over. We need to get over ourselves. If we have if we have an issue of crossing that barrier, then we have an issue with God. God doesn't have that issue. We do. We have to allow God to to work on us so that we can get past that issue of of barriers, whether a person and in, even if a person is of in your United States and a person of a different uh, political party. We you know, there are countries that we can't spread the gospel to. You know why? Because some of them will kill you for the gospel. And this is why we do have Christian missionaries. 
that are doing all they can, even life threatening, being life, their life is being threatened for sharing the gospel. And it does not stop them. They are very tenacious and they're very driven to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know why? Because first of all, Christ has died for each and every one of us. The blood that was shed on that cross was for the man, the woman, the young child, the young, the young man or woman, a young girl or the older person or the person that is from Asia, from Japan, from China, from Indonesia, from India, from Africa, whether you're from uh, Russia, from Turkey, from Istanbul, from Mexico, from Ireland, from Australia, from any parts of the United States, from Canada. Listen, the gospel has to be shared with all people, all four, all four corners of the globe. The, the gospel of Jesus Christ has to be, should be shared. And we should not allow our hangups, our prejudices, our, our, our certain outlooks on people, whether they are different color or creed or what have you. Don't let that be a barrier because that also affects your Christianity, your worldview. Jesus never had a problem with people of different cultures and ethnicities and backgrounds. We read somewhere there was a, there was a story about Jesus and a Samaritan woman. And there was a woman who was from Samaria. That woman was number one, she was a woman. And number two, she was someone from Samaria. And Jesus had no problem with ministering to this woman about the kingdom of God. And, she, and he had no problem of the fact that she was from Samaria. Listen, if Jesus didn't have a problem with it, if God doesn't have a problem with it, why should we? And furthermore, just in, 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 in light of this devotion, John M. Perkins is talking about the reconciliation of the church, no matter whether you're white or black. His, his theme has been, let this not just be a black issue or a white issue, a non-color issue. Let this be a God thing to where we come together. The last episode that I did was talking about when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane and he prayed that we all would be one as he and the Father were one. This is a very important message even today. Don't let the church mirror what the problems of the world are, are is about. The church has to be different. We have to be the light. We have to be the salt of the earth. We have to be the example in which the world can see us. So, again, <laughs> this has been an awesome message. I hope that this message really kind of sits and reson reson uh, resonates in your heart and your mind and gives you something to think about. Um, let's be the example in which God can use us in the mightiest way. Don't be a Christian and be prejudiced. That doesn't work. 
Just like it doesn't work to have to when the Bible says or when John Perkins says no and Lord in the same sentence, right? You can't be prejudiced and you can't be racist as a Christian. It doesn't work. It's not. You have to question yourself as to whether or not you are really a God fearing person. If you are harboring racism and prejudice within your heart. And I would pray and I would go as far as in saying that if that is something that you are struggling with, pray and ask the Lord to help you. Pray and ask God to help you from maybe the the the, the mindset. And it could have been maybe in the area that you live at or how you was raised in your own family or your own background. And that was in your that was a part of of your growing up. That was a part of you um, uh, experiencing that coming up. But. Whether you are black or white or whether you're Asian or Hispanic or, or, or from Europe or European or wherever you're from, we have to really become united. We have to. The world at, at this point is getting worse. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. And we have to start to begin to allow the gospel to be the power in which to unite us in order to reach the more, more and more lost that are in the world today. We don't have much time, saints. Jesus will be coming back soon. He will be coming back soon. And he is coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. He's coming back for a church without blemish. And that means that we have to be prepared. We need to be washing our robes in the gospel of Jesus Christ. That means that as we are reaching, trying to reach the world for the gospel of Jesus Christ, we too must prepare ourselves and make sure that we're seen without an issue. So I pray for each and every one of your uh, one of the listeners that are listening to this message right now, I pray that we get rid of those things and and other things, whatever sins, whatever things that we are harboring as believers, as Christians, we have to make sure that we're not harboring sin in our hearts and we're not living in sin. We're not compromising So help us, you know, get ourselves together. Amen. Let's pray real quick. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for this message. We thank you for the message of the gospel. We thank you for the message of reconciliation. Lord, I pray this morning for each and every person that is listening in the sound of my voice. If they are believers, if this is their first time, the gospel is for everyone. We thank you for you your son, Jesus Christ, for bleeding and dying on the cross for us, for the salvation that is given to each and every one of us. Help us with any issues that we have with other people, whether they are a different background, different culture, different ethnicity, whether they are of a different neighborhood, different lifestyle. Help us us because we also are imperfect and we're not perfect 
even in Christ, we're still imperfect. But Lord, we thank you for your mercy and your grace. Help us to be stronger in you. And Lord, help us to, like Peter, understand that we're all children of God. And like it was in that vision, there was unclean and clean clean uh, animals. And just as it is in our world today, they're unclean and clean people that are different, different cultures, different backgrounds, some that we are not familiar with. Help us to get past those barriers so that we can reach the world for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us to be stronger in our faith, be stronger in our devotion to you. And again, I thank you so much for this message today. And let it be a blessing to those that hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Hopefully this was an awesome episode and we will continue on. We will have, I believe, two more episodes to go as we end this uh, devotional. And I know it's a little bit longer today, so forgive me for that. But uh, I hope that this is a, uh, uh, something that, that really uh, resonates and share this episode with those of you that want to hear this. And so I really appreciate it. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for just your attention and your time. And I appreciate it. And uh, again, check me out on all areas of the podcast where you can you can hear me on either iHeartRadio, you can hear me on uh, Spotify, Anchor, you can hear me on Apple Podcasts over you with the Apple uh, Apple uh, uh, iOS phones and things like that. You can hear me on there on Google Podcasts as well um, and other areas so that you can Pocket Cast. I believe I'm on there as well. So anywhere, just look up Larry's Bible Cast. Again, I appreciate it. Pray for me, my family. Pray for me as well. Pray for this Bible Cast that this message will continue to go and again this Bible Cast will continue to grow and I just appreciate the time I have to be able to share the good news and the gospel with you all so God bless you I will be talking to you next time please be safe enjoy your family enjoy your friends and and just be safe and I'll be talking to you soon God bless every single one of you